And everybody that remembers him, everybody that knows him was like, dang. It like really hit them like deep because like they were like had he had like a big impact on everybody's lives. This is Still Here, a podcast from WFAE that asks, what does resiliency look and feel like to you? And how have you felt and been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic? COVID and my dad dying and stuff like that, I I don't let that hinder me from like what I want to achieve and how great I want to be. What helped you overcome challenges you faced? And what did you do to cope? Because if you constantly dwell on things that have like hurt you, it's going to not let you move on, not let you achieve what you want to achieve. I'm Sarah D'Elia. In today's story, we hear from a recent high school graduate about pursuing his wrestling career while navigating the loss of his father. Standing in the East Mecklenburg High School wrestling room, Chris Dickey smiles. These four walls hold a lot of memories for the 17-year-old who's been wrestling since his freshman year. He points to the blue mats padding the walls. It's a good room. This year we didn't have a lot of kids, but say, like years prior, just imagine this room full of kids, just like sweaty, hot. You do not even want to walk in here. You'll be like, dang, this room is like like a sauna in here. He remembers when he was introduced to the sport. A counselor handed him a pamphlet for a summer camp that had the word wrestling written across. I'm like, WWE? Wrestling? They have a club for that? Oh shoot, I'm gonna try that. Of course, high school wrestling is a far cry from the theatrics of the World Wrestling Entertainment, but... He was curious. And then I do it, and I'm like, what, what is this? This is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm like, where's the chair? Am I supposed to hit something with a chair or something? Do a backflip? Although it wasn't what he expected, Chris fell in love with wrestling. It was a physical and mental challenge that was somewhat consuming. One person against you that's like trying to take what you're wanting and you beating them for not stopping your goals, that, that just feels awesome to me. And that the adrenaline rush of you like wanting to win, wanting to you know, win, winning, winning, and then you finally win, it's like overwhelming with like joy and happiness. So that's the reason why I love wrestling. And he's really good at it. Chris is a two-time conference champion, four-time regional place winner, four-time state qualifier, and last year's regional champion. This weekend, he hopes to achieve his first state title this year at Glen High School. And he's also a leader. He's the team captain. So my job is like to motivate the guys to keep the team morale up and just keep on going. That desire to lead and motivate is something he got from his dad, Waylon, who helped coach the team. When we go to tournaments, he'll do this all the time. Kids that are not even on our team, he'll go and coach those kids. I'm like, what is he doing? It was like kind of cringy, because like, it's your dad, of course. But it was like, at the same time, I'm like, dang, I started doing that too. So I'll be kids at other tournaments and stuff, and I don't even know them. I'll be like, get off your back. They're like, come on, man, fight, fight. And I'll also do it, and I end up like taking that from him. Throughout the pandemic, Chris continued to train and wrestle when he could. And his dad continued to coach him. Sometimes that meant going to out-of-state tournaments with looser COVID restrictions like South Carolina. His dad walked that line of knowing how to push Chris while showing love and support. He gave that kindness to everyone, Chris says. But my dad, he loved everybody. He would do anything for anybody. And if you wanted advice from him or wanted to be coached by him, he was always down to help you, help you get better if you wanted to succeed. But last December, his dad developed a cough that would not go away. Chris and his mother also felt like something was off, so they got tested for COVID-19. All three tested positive. The family began to quarantine. I'll do jogs late at night, but like when you have when you had Corona, like you, like you'll take a deep breath in your chest, like your chest is caved in. And I was like, oh damn, can't really breathe. 
What happened next, Chris says, is burned in his brain. It was a Sunday morning in December. Sunday morning, I was in my room. I was just on my bed. I was like on my phone or something. And then my mom, I hear my mom call my dad's name. And she's like, call his name. And like, hello, hello. And then I pat him. He was like, he's not breathing. I ran out of my room, like flew up in the door. I like check on my dad. My dad just like cold stone, just looked like gone. Paramedics were called, but it was too late. Waylon had passed away in his sleep. You can tell when somebody's like gone by just how they look. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was he was gone like that. Chris and his father had bonded over wrestling. After his father's death, the sport became a way for Chris to cope with the sudden loss. I resorted to wrestling. So I just like constantly just kept wrestling and wrestling and wrestling. And like that was like a thing that kind of like filled the void a little bit. Chris says he's not the same wrestler he was a year ago when his dad was alive. He realized how much his dad pushed him to be better. So now that push has to come from within. Things are different. He channels the many emotions that come with grief when he wrestles. I'll talk to myself, like, like use his words coming out of me. I, I, I guess like that, I'll, I'll do it. So anything inspirational or stuff like that, you got to keep going, Chris, or like, it's all right, or you could have did better here, or um, make sure you do this or don't give up. Moving forward, he's focused on what his dad would want him to do next, not on the fact that his dad isn't here to do it with him. That includes graduating from East Mech High in June, which was really exciting, and in some ways, difficult. He had always imagined his dad being there for that moment, watching and cheering him on. And like one big thing like I wanted my dad to see was like see me graduate. But I felt like like he was there, like watching it, like watching me at least, like go across the stage. Even though he wasn't physically there, spiritually he was probably there. When thinking about the loss of his father, Chris remembers something his great-grandmother told his mom and his mom told him. The life is for the living and stuff like that, so don't like dwell, like be sad about someone passing. Just enjoy like the time that you had with them and stuff like that. So I just enjoy what I had with him and constantly just keep on moving from there. In the fall, Chris will start at UNC Pembroke and plans to keep wrestling there. Eventually, he wants to become an occupational therapist. The idea of helping others who have been injured regain strength is something that really appeals to him. It's the same quality his dad Waylon had, the coach who never met a stranger he didn't want to motivate and encourage to do their best. I'm Sarah D'Elia. This is Still Here. If you have a story idea for Still Here, email me at sdalia at wfae.org. Find me on Twitter at Sarah WFAE, and that's Sarah with an H. Still Here is produced and reported by me and edited by Greg Collard. Our theme music was composed and produced by Patrick Bowden and Patrick Lee. Together, they make Patrick Otto. Our really beautiful logo was made by Matthew Scott. Learn more about the series at wfae.org slash stillhere. Subscribe anywhere you find podcasts. Still Here is powered by Ortho Carolina. Thanks for listening.